and welcome to this episode of the Are We Pals podcast, a podcast about friendship. Lisa and Sammy here. Hello. And we're back trying to make some new pals. Yeah, we just want all of the friends all now. All of the pals. And on today's podcast episode, we're very excited because we're going to be chatting with the incredible New Zealand comedian, Justine Smith. There are simply too many credits too to list, but let so me many. give you the, the hard hitters, the top five. Yeah. Taskmaster New Zealand, Traitors, Project, Seven, Seven Days. Days. She's been she's hosting the New Zealand Comedy Fest Gala. She's massive. But and is she our friend? I think she might be my friend. Oh, really? I hope so. She's pretty blunt, so I think she'll let us know one way or another. She does give us great advice in the green rooms, doesn't she? She's helped us in our comedy careers for sure. We look up to her, but she might look down on us. I mean, she has definitely like forcibly calmed me down in a pocket in the green room before <laughs> because I get quite nervous and she's just kind of put me in my place and told me to get my ass together, you know? I love that. And I'm going to be performing at the Wellington Opera House with her literally straight after we record this episode. So I might need her to calm me down. Yeah, this is very chill of you, just casually recording a podcast before you walk on stage to, well, let's say maybe 1,500 new pals. Yeah, potentially. Uh, so, yep, we talked to Di Henwood last week. It's going to be a gig with him and Justine. But because we are at the Opera House in a dressing room, it might be a little bit echoey. But the chat's going to be great. Yeah, I just hope our non-negotiable doesn't scupper our friendship. Oh, oh, I didn't even think about that. And what's our non-negotiable? People, People who, who look, look down, down on you for enjoying childish stuff still. Like wearing colourful clothes. Enjoying theme parks. Or escape rooms. That's me, guilty. <laughs> I'm not ready to grow up yet. And I have a hunch Justine doesn't really want to. I Yeah, I really hope so. She might surprise us. Like, sure, she loves Disney, but she might be like to us, grow up, you two. We're some neutrals. We're some beige, for God's sake. (laughs) Well, let's find out, shall we? At the one and only Wellington Opera House Dressing Dressing Room room 4. Let's chat to Justine Smith. If you don't know who Justine Smith is... Where have you been living under a bloody rock? Am I right? National treasure. Absolutely. Someone told me a national treasure last week on the radio, and I'm going, where is this treasure you speak of? It's <laughs> like $300 in my bank account. I'll use the T word. I'll call you a titan. A titan? A national <laughs> titan. A national titan, I reckon. Obviously, you got lots of credits. We don't need to list them all. Let's just list one. Okay. <laughs> Taskmaster, I think that Pretty is. Proud of that, yeah. yeah. I would think. Too. God, it was. I mean, I got last, um, <laughs> but that's not well. I, um, you know, the only thing Dan, my husband, said to me is just go in calmly and read the task and don't panic. And I went, sure, babes, absolutely. And then I every single time did the fucking opposite. <laughs> what they didn't show is the first day I went to film. I can't believe I'm admitting this. I misread the instructions. I thought it said you had to run far away, and I. Surprise, surprise. I'm not a natural runner. So I ran really fast with this thing. I'm, um, I, I didn't let they were going, what is she doing? And trying to follow me because they went really. And I ran so fast that I threw up in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom They Fuller, didn't use that? No. Tom Fulis, who was directing that one, absolute darling, known for years, used to do comedy together. He came home and I'm not, and I'm going, <laughs> In a bush, and he's like, Jesse, is this a bit? And I'm like, No, stop filming. And then I had to go home. What does the task actually say? I can't remember. They had to, they didn't use the whole task, but it was like a building block, and it said something about take this the furthest away. But it was like, Don't just grab it and start running, you stupid bitch. Run to you. And then I went, I'm so sorry, I can't believe I peeped. And they were like, dude, you ran a long way. How long did you run? Do you know? Oh, I would have been maybe a K, maybe or two. Like, what a, what a, <laughs> a, 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 a rough terrain. And I climbed a fence. 
And because I, because you think, <laughs> I just love the thought process of them following her. She's up, she knows what she's yeah, doing. She knows that yeah, she's, she's, she's off. She's off. We just got to film it, mate. Just do they up. ever intervene or do they not ever intervene? No, they never intervene. Wow, okay. They don't, even if you're putting yourself in danger. Oh, yeah, no, they intervene. Because Ursula hurt herself so oh, badly. Right. She broke her collarbone. So now there's real hard out health and safety. And when they saw you trying to scale the fence, they didn't think, oh, it was a very low fence. <laughs> okay. But also, you get to choose your outfit. So I'd chosen, of course, a t shirt and a skirt with netting under it. And I remember someone said to me, Are you going to be able to do the task in a skirt? No, if I can't do it in a skirt, I ain't doing it. By asking, are we pals? Yes, we're well, friends. We're all friends. We're all friends. Yeah, I think I like them. I don't say that lightly. Okay. But we've been through some things together. We have been. <laughs> Mostly the Safra. Mostly at Sanford that night. Good Lord. Fortunately, I met you. Yeah. Was this the first time we met? Yes, and you were like, and the night after, you were like, we're friends. We're friends now because we went through it. Because you were just out of lockdown. Yeah. And you came down. That was your first gig, I think. That's, oh, for ages. For ages, because you'd all been in Auckland. That's right. And then you came down, and I think Ben Ben Harley and um, Guy Montgomery. Oh, what a lineup! And I can't remember who else was there. And everyone was like, "Over it, so weird." Yeah, <laughs> we had a we had a few. We did have a few drinks. And then that's when we were like, "We're friends." Yeah. Um, but when did you first meet? Probably before that. I, guess. I met you at the Royal Finals. Was I hosting? Yeah, you were, and you were very kind to all of us. And then now, do I say that you said that I was scaring you? Because I told you to calm down. Like, no, because no. I think I was scaring you. Uh, I just thought you were so funny about how you were just in the corner standing so deeply unnaturally with one hand on the wall going, I'm totally fine. I'm not nervous. I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. No, I always stand like this. I always stand like this. I'm a bit sweaty. I'm a bit sweaty, but it's fine. It's going to be fine. I'm not nervous. I'm actually fine. I was going, girl, you need to. You were sitting on the couch. This, that was in a different game, the classic. And you were like, oh, have you ever thought about just calming the fuck down? <laughs> And I was like, yes, I've thought about it, Justine. I've thought about it. I'm thinking about it now. It's not working. It. <laughs> I've oh, experienced no. Lisa backstage as well. So and it's really I've been working on that. It's, no, I've never worked on it. It's, 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 it's just so funny to me. Yeah, we're about, we're, we should probably say for the podcast, we're doing a gig tonight. We are. Team and Wellington Opera The almost so about Wellington Opera House. It's about uh, yeah, it's like over, definitely over a thousand. Yeah, it is. And it's nearly sold out. And Great. we're going on pretty soon. Quite soon. <laughs> and so I'm going to fix this. <laughs> I'm pointing to my face in here. <laughs> Apparently they're fixing my face for me. Yeah, I didn't know that either. There's yeah. no So I was like, like, yeah, I'll, I'll let them. I like when people touch my face. So yeah, so great. Well, we're already friends, but we will go into later our non-negotiables for friendship. So mm-hmm. actually, we might decide at the end of the podcast. Love you, but can't be friends, which have to be, um, you know, co co giggers. That's what you call co giggers. Co giggers. That's a great term. Co giggers. Work colleagues. That's the Comedy associates. Co. Nah. Colleague. I can't. It's not. It's my colleague. I have before, and it's a pretty big indication to whoever I'm talking to. Yeah, this is my views on the person. Yeah, absolutely. They do comedy. Yeah, they shouldn't. Okay, great. So we're all friends. That's a good start. Well, I suppose I was thinking when I think about you is when of uh, is you know is is someone who opens the door and keeps it open for a lot of people, new people in their oh, seats. That's really nice. Yeah, it was my that's first impression nice. of you, particularly women, and I feel like you know everybody in the scene for better or worse. Yeah, I do. Who are your like? Who are your main mates? Guy Henwood. Who happens to be in the next room? He said you as well. So I know. Good. Well, we, 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 we fell in love in a friendship way. Yeah. We really did. It was um, in Wellington. After a game, we stepped outside 
Well, it's Suka Theatre post gig because oh, yeah. uh, uh, Di's mum owns it. We stepped outside for a cigarette and <laughs> wacky, wacky cigarette. And um, I just remember looking at him in the moonlight, not romantically yeah. at all, and just go, oh my God, you are someone I need to be around oh, for oh. my fucking life. Yeah. And so we just, we've become best mates, you know, and we've been through thick and thin, really. You know, there's been a lot of girlfriends come and go for Di. I was a good wingman back in the day. Yeah. And, yeah, we're just, he's, we're really good support for each other. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had a fight. Well, I think the closest we had come to a fight, he might have talked about it, was a tracksuit incident. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't mention that. He didn't mention Yeah. It. I said, you need to get out of the cafe. What was wrong with the tracksuit? So Don went through this period of wearing um, tracksuits. He came to a, a cafe I was working at, and he also, at the same time, was weirdly going through a period of not wearing undies. And he I, said that his non-negotiable was accepting his weird phases. So yeah. this all checks out. Yeah. Yeah, I've had to accept. Do I get some do weird things? He'll be into yoga. He'll be into tea. He'll be in China doing some tea course. I'm like, what is happening? But, you know, I could see a lot of dark, more than I wanted to. And I said, you can't. Yeah. You, you need to get the fuck out and go home and put some jams on. Then he can come back. And did you? Yeah, he left. Yeah, it was a shame. <laughs> He should, he should have been deeply ashamed from what I could see. But um, you're not great. I don't want to see you walking to the cafe with a half my good mate. You know, like, like, it's just off you go. Off, off you hop, babes. <laughs> do, you, do you say you make friends easily? No. No? No, I tend to make quick, quick wrong decisions about people. Mm. Oh, okay. So I've learned that about myself. I, I think I'm friendly, but... It takes a bit... You have to prove yourself. But anyone's like that, don't you? Yeah. Like, it, it, there has to be... You know, people have to prove themselves to me a little bit. Well, I guess you're meeting so many people in this industry. Well, also, the other industry I've been in is hospitality. Oh, uh, yeah. So I feel like I just haven't met everyone in fucking New Zealand. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's exhausted. Won't say that long, though. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, to this day, so I've been a waitress for years and years, but I'll be driving down the street and I'll see some guy on the edge and go, Decaf flat white. Like, oh, I remember their coffee orders. It's like, that's something amazing. That's so good. By the same token, one time I went in to get a smear at university, and my friend's dad was the guy on charge. And I was like, not him, not Mr. <laughs> Hall. No, Mr. Hall, Mr. Hall passed. Like you're out, out. I went for a colonoscopy, and just as I was succumbing to the drugs, which is fentanyl, um, and I remember the last thing I said apparently was, What drugs do you give me? And she said, Oh, some, there's some fentanyl. And I went, Oh, fentanyl, that killed Prince. And then I passed out. <laughs> but just before, and she'd already started poking around my bum, yeah. and I was just starting to pass out, and she goes, um, oh, you can put this in your little joke routine. Oh, no. And so oh. as I'm going under the, I'm going, no. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was something semi-interesting, though, because sometimes people, nothing will happen and people will say that. Yeah. You know, they'll get your coffee oh, water and all yeah. that. Oh, you should put that in your routine and your life. I don't think that's going to do anything for I say that all the time. <laughs> Don't talk about that. Don't worry, mate. And it's I just quiet. Interesting. Yeah, it's just yeah. quiet from work. No, like, no, I'm not going to mention. No, it. it's really. <laughs> I'm really here for it. We're like talking to an audience about. So then you meet an uncle that get to and you're like, you're absolutely done. <laughs> you obviously got comedy mates. Do you have mates that do anything else? Are completely different. I certainly do. Mm-hmm. My two best girlfriends are both nurses. Oh yeah. Sarah is a. Uh, she was a charge nurse, but now she's doing. She's um, specialising in pain relief. She's amazing. Yeah. And my other friend Kate is a hospice nurse, so even mm. water pressing. But um, they're great, you know. And you know, it took a while for me to feel, you know, valid in some ways because Sarah, like, we've lived together for years, and she would come and go, oh, I nurse this guy, and you know, he's going to be okay. And what did you do? And I wrote a joke about 
my bum. <laughs> you know, it's like, my God. But I guess it's mental health we work out. Oh, yeah. We're just helping people in our own way. Yeah. 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 is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you met them through fighting? I met them through hospitality. Oh, both, really? Yeah, both. I met Kate working at a time. I met Sarah working at the Mexican Cafe. And, you know, when you when you waitress, it's very, it's very bonding, you yeah. know, because you're a little team against all the arsehole customers. Right? Yeah, they see you. They see you, the better side of you, because they see you suppress your bit, like your worst answers. 100%. When you're dealing with a childlike customer, yeah. all you want to do is hit them. Or like when I used to work at a cinema, I came this close once to issuing an adult man a child's ticket because he was being such a dick. And then they see, and then, you know, people see you go through these horrible experiences and come out and then, yeah, it's like a sort of war mentality. Yeah, that's I like, imagine. Yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's exactly like Trauma it. bonding. It's just like war. I love a bit of trauma bonding. Trauma bonding. Yeah, it's a small trauma bonding. Yeah, it's like, don't do it, don't do it. I'm like, that's what I, I feel like, like it close to people. <laughs> I feel comedy is kind of trauma bonding yeah. because even if I don't like someone's comedy, I still give them props for doing it, you know, because mm-hmm. it's hard, you know, it's, it's, it's daunting. So there is that really... I get asked a lot about um, do comics in New Zealand really get on? Are they supportive? And I think absolutely, especially women and especially in the last Mm -hmm. few years. Yeah, I think it's amazing. Same, it's been great. Yeah, because I moved here from the UK and I just find it so different. Yeah. Like I think it's more competitive back there because it's like, oh, who's going to make it? Whereas here, I don't know, I think there's more room for people. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love it. I think the community is amazing. I mean, that's always here. Old yeah. asshole here and there, but um, I think that we've got much better as women of yeah. sorting that shit out. And you know, that's you know, and your perception of me has been really helpful to you know, the woman. And I have to say, it hasn't always been that way because I didn't really understand how fucking hard it was, mm-hmm. you know, because I came into comedy at 26, already a tough little cookie, and so I didn't feel marginalized. Mm-hmm. I just felt when guys treated me like trash, and they did. Yeah. I was always able to deflect it back on them. Well, you look like an asshole, mate. Yeah. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not me. And I would drive home at night thinking that. So when did you – do you, do you feel like you that's a concerted thing? Because it feels very natural coming, you know, the – You've just kind of got an eye on a few people. Oh, have I what? You know, I'm always looking at lineups, and most of the time I'll comment if there's just one woman on, which is sadly the case a lot these days again. It's like everyone was really careful for a while. No, no, I couldn't be bothered. Um, It was a a real turning point for me. I I don't think I was always as supportive as I am now. Mm -hmm. I had a bit of a tough kind of, well, if you can't have a bloody... Green room, how you bloody handle being a comic? But it's like, shouldn't have to handle the green yeah. room, you know? And so, yeah, I've done a real 180, and I, you know, it's not a role I've really searched for, but because of just the fact that I've been doing comedy for so long, I am suddenly an auntie, you know, yeah. people, whether I want them to or not, look up to me. Yeah. And, and so I've really embraced that recently and become really proud of that. Yeah, and I want it. people to think that, um, I would kick ass for them if I had to, because I would. Mm-hmm. I reckon if you want anyone in your corner, you would want you in your corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. You feel totally backed up. Yeah, and I would, yeah. and I do, you know, yeah. and and that's that's my job. And it's great because it doesn't affect my career. You know, if I speak up against certain people or push back, you know, they're not the people who give me my work. Yeah. So I don't give a shit. Yeah. 
And that's a great position to be in. Right? Yeah, I was lucky. When you're coming up at the beginning, yeah. you're like, oh, I don't want to. But that's why I never said anything. difficult. That's why yeah. I never said anything. Yeah. Especially back then, there were two women or three. Yeah. And I knew that if I pushed back against the treatment I was getting, and this is not, a, I'm not a good feminist about it. Well, I am now, but I wasn't. I went, I, I just need to shut up or I'd be gone. Mm. Because Particularly if you knew there was one spot on every gig, yeah, I'd be fucked. Even oh, well, it's going to be exes. They just stop. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, I wouldn't be here now. Yeah, yeah. survival. Yeah. and that's the thing. Until you start to be able, it's not one person's responsibility to change the way no. something is. It I did feel really ashamed when I realised how legitimately bad it had been for young women, because I always kind of maybe brushed that off. But I really don't feel like that anymore. But what, a, what an amazing thing. I don't know how many people go through and, you know, suddenly have their mind changed. Yeah, like I that. Yeah, it's yeah, really, really easy to go, no, I'm right, I'm right. And even when you start to get little signs that maybe what you thought yeah. wasn't quite right, it's it takes a, a, a really good person to go, actually, maybe I was wrong. So yeah. They'll just, well, they will die on that, won't they? they <laughs> yeah, will die on sure. that yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're all like, no, I was right, I was right. And then they go deeper and deeper down that path. Yeah. So I think that's amazing that you... I mean, I had to finish, you know, we're talking about the whole whatever, but I had to finish finish friendships with men that I've been really good friends with mm. but you know and I could and you know like I said to women I can be friends with you or I can be a woman in comedy yeah through nothing I've done yeah so I've had to I've had to cut people loose and it's been hard but yeah, I think, you know I don't want to I don't want men like that in my life no I don't want men who treat other women like that I'm interested in frenemies like I was thinking yeah. about people that you might judge um, in the first meeting and they make a terrible first impression or you're not in the right headspace and then over time you go, actually, this person's a really yeah. good egg. Have you had any friendships? Recently I did a TV show called Traders and I have oh, made gosh. just one of the most beautiful friends and that's Colin Mathura Jeffrey. And going in, and I've told him this, going to the show, I, you know, when I saw him, I went, oh, my God, Colin Mathura Jeffrey, like, he'll turn up at the opening of a fucking envelope, you know, like, it's <laughs> always at everything. And then... You know, I was so wrong about him. He's one of the sweetest, kindest people I have ever met. And I know that we'll be friends for life. Yeah. You so know, lovely. and we catch up for coffee and he's just a sweet darling. Mm-hmm. You know, and he really looked after my mental health more than anyone else in the house. Mm-hmm. And he'd give me little cuddles and make sure I was doing all right. And, you know, so, you know, I was really wrong about him. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, and we laugh about it. And, um, yeah, so, I, it's a, you know, I'm a bit of a, feisty kind of Scorpio so I have to just kind of call out and be a bit more accepting did being in that space where it's one whole big mind game oh yeah did that make you look at your real life friendships differently and be like are these people actually my friends because it was it was bonkers yeah like I was only in the house for like I think six or seven days and when I came out I went to countdown and I was like what is this bright place with lots of... It was insane. And, yeah, I really, I really miss Dan because he couldn't speak to anybody and he couldn't communicate with anybody. And it's the first time I've never been able to speak to Dan like that. And Mm. it was quite hard, but it was harder for, like, your mums and the other thing who couldn't talk to their kids as well. But, yeah, it did make you... um, It did make you really, like, look at people differently. (laughs) I feel like I'd be terrible in that because my face can't lie. So somebody's like, what do you think of my set? I'm like, you did it. You did it. How did you think of which this? Yeah, I did. Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? Um, what do you do with your mates? Chapter. 
I spend a lot of time with my husband these days. Yeah. He's not my best friend. Like, gross. I know. Yeah. <laughs> were you friends first with your husband? Yeah, we were. Yeah, because well, when I first met Dan, he had dreadlocks. And so I was like, no. <laughs> uh, even I thought it was really cool, it was in a hip hop band. That's a real testament to your character. I know. Like, you yeah, stayed yeah, in yeah. No, I wasn't with him. Like, like oh. stayed friends with him. I was yeah. really <laughs> Um And uh, yeah, we were friends first. And then I just looked at him with new eyes one night, and then he was absolutely doomed. Had you had a few wines when you looked at him slightly differently? No, I didn't. I It was during the day, and we were touring. This is here, but we were doing <laughs> um, Lee and me were doing a little tour in New Zealand, and Steve was one of Dan's good mates in Wellington. So Dan came along to kind of drive us around and set up a tech in there, and um, he was so kind. He was so kind to me that I – Honestly, I remember it really clearly. He walked over and went, oh, just do you want to, do you mind hanging out? And when you went to the hotel, what, do you need something to, you know, and I'm a fine, he walked away and I was like, just went off. Yeah, I went, oh, wait a minute, Dan's hot. And then it was like, poor bastard, he just, that was it for him. So what did you get up to? You're done. We do a lot of board games. We have a little board game family, which involves Hayley Sproul and her partner, Aaron, and often Paul Douglas and his wife, Hayley. And occasionally Donna Brookbanks, and we um, have boozy games. It starts off outside with like, um, what do we play? What's that one? Uh, Scattergories. Oh, yeah. And then we have a couple of ones and we move inside and play Jackbox TV. Oh, great. It's great. That's what. We do that all the time. Tyson and Boozy at the same time. We've been talking about that, like doing activities with friends is yeah. so nice because you're doing something, you're catching up, but actually yeah. playing. See, well, the thing for me, exactly, I get really bored with just sitting around a pub. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be playing pool or I yeah. want to be doing mini golf or I want to do yeah. something. Yeah. I just like escape rooms with friends. I don't know. I've never done an escape room. It really shows. I think my friends, friends are in a crisis. I think I might freak out. Are you just a treat or is that not just like a massive that was my swanky though. Real swanky though. I remember doing this game with a friend. She like pulled something off the wall and I was like, okay, you need to come down. You know, it's just no a real pirate attached to the wall. <laughs> I'd be like, are people watching us? Can I get out? That I'm, I don't know. Dan's always trying to make me do it, but I don't know. We should do it. We should do Just one. the escape room. That, I don't know. I don't want to escape from a room. I don't want to be such a good time. That's such, it is. We should do and it. then there's a, I went on there was a laser machine. You had to go over lasers and get a diamond. It was incredible. <laughs> there was a guy with dubious wow. accents in it. Oh, it sounds like a fever dream. Yeah. yeah. It was my birthday only three months ago. And oh. it was so good. Okay. It was a 9 a.m. escape room. It was quite hardcore. How long does it take? An hour. It goes quickly though. Yeah. And you're flicking things up anyway. I think I'll just task faster it and just lock myself back out of my shake. Yeah, that is it. Like throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate escape room, isn't it? Like every single taskmaster. Yeah. Game, yeah. really. Oh, what are you going to do with this? I'm going to run. <laughs> I'm going to This is how I'm going to escape. I'm going to run. Okay. okay. <laughs> I did it. This footage somewhere of me with my ass up in the air puking into a bush. So what's your non-negotiable? My non-negotiable Crocs. Good. We're safe. People wear Crocs. We're safe. You don't wear Crocs? No. Don't own Crocs? No. Not even for gardening? No. Never thought about getting them. (laughs) You think we're fine? Okay. Amazing. Right? We can be friends again. R1 is, um, and this kind of relates to, I guess, escape rooms and things like that and games, is when people look down on you for doing something that, could be deemed as childish. Oh, I'm like, hey, have you met me? 
<laughs> like going to theme parks, I know. in colors. I go, Disney. Playing. Yeah, I'm yeah. Disney. Like, you should see our house right now. It is Disney Christmas. It looks insane. I love it. It is a lot. I don't understand when people do say, oh, God, it's a bit childish. Like, so what? Like, have a little bit of joy. Honestly, of childish. And don't yeah. yeah. I Honestly, I st- someone farts, I'm laughing. <laughs> if someone trips over, I'm laughing. <laughs> I am such a massive baby. Right yes. Honestly, I saw a man, I'll never forget it. This guy, I was on a cruise ship working, and he was being a real dick to his wife. Mm-hmm. He's going, just you bloody stay there, and I'll bloody, and he walked into a pole. Mm-hmm. And I had an asthma attack because I laughed so hard. <laughs> I ju- it was amazing. And he hurt himself because he was looking behind it. He heard, bloody telling her off, bloody bloody swat into a pole. And it was like, Sometimes I felt like it was the best day of my life. That's amazing. Honestly. I had, a, I had a person that I worked for who was horrible to me. Oh. And she just finished telling me off for something that I hadn't done. And then she walked straight into a French door. Amazing. And <laughs> I was just like, I don't believe in God, but in that yes, moment, I was like, in that moment, you're like, thank you, baby Jesus, <laughs> in the cradle. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. If there, I don't know what I want to <laughs> Nothing was said, but I left the building and I was just like, <laughs> I need a fact. Did she see you see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. And it did not help. Did you laugh? On the inside. Oh, yeah. you're amazing. I would have, I would have been able to contain it. I would have had to like. It was so the situation was so tense that laughter would have made it so much worse. Was it? A, so it was like a double window. Did you make a smear of like makeup? Because <laughs> I sometimes when I'm having a down day, it's like I think somebody's yeah. being like, I'm getting a bit of injustice. I'll right. picture that moment. I'll be like, there is there is yeah, justice there is in justice. the world. Sometimes there's justice. I've done that though. Not I, I did anything bad to anyone, so it wasn't a card in the situation. But I was at uh, my partner's parents' house, and my mum and dad were over from the UK. Oh God, we're, all, we're all having our first dinner oh together. God, and uh, yeah, I basically they were like, you know, make sure no one walks into the double doors because, and also his my partner's mum's really clean, so like it's real shiny. Oh I can understand why the birds go into all the time by mistake. Anyway, they'd send early in the night, and you know, make sure to open the door and. I must have had a generous and I don't remember. But my mum's there, my dad's there, my partner, everyone's getting on, his parent. And I got a smack into this glass thing, left a huge mark. Oh. Everyone was worried about me. That was worse. You know what? Uh, if, they, like, if everyone just laughed. Yeah, but I'd make a fuss. Everyone was like, yeah. oh no. And I'm laughing and no one else is. Everyone's like, she's concussed. <laughs> and there was this massive mark and they left <coughs> it up. They never cleaned it off as a reminder. <laughs> So then one came to the house. What? The sweetie, like, 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 aren't good with your secrets uh, you know like important things like yeah. we all gossip and yeah. blah, 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 but important things yeah yeah. I don't think anyone, this sounds like something's happened I don't think it ever has but you know especially in our industry it's quite gossipy yeah. you know and so you know there are certain that I mean, no things about dying anyway let me tell you <laughs> you need to have people that you can, you're like okay this is information that I need to tell someone but it can't it's yeah I mean, like you too, we're talking about friends in the industry. I've, I've made like a cute little, uh, co- we call it a coven, mm-hmm. of me and Carnor Lloyd and Jackie Brown and Kate Roger. Mm-hmm. And the four of us get together and we just have a good old middle-aged lady catch up with our Carnor. is quite a lot younger than us, but we mm-hmm. talk about menopause a lot and she just off to sleep. <laughs> um, 
But, yeah, that's nice too. And that's why I like um, comedy is that, you know, because I'm 55, I'm quite old now compared to a lot of people in the industry, and I have a heap of younger friends, and I'm not sure that it would be like that if I was in another mm-hmm. job or something. And so I'm re- I really treasure that, Yeah, like having younger friends who I don't even think about. You know, Di's 10 years younger than me. Mm. I never think about that. Mm. And, you know, you guys are heaps younger. And I don't think about it when no. I'm around other people. And so that's really lovely for me mm-hmm. is that I have all these lovely young mates. That might drive you into an escape room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should do one. Yeah. We should do one. Let's do one. Yeah, let's do one. Let's do one. Right, we're going to do one. We're going to do one. And we're going to record it. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. No, that reminds me of years ago when Di was working on C4 <laughs> and he went to, and what's it called, that scary spookers. Oh, oh I and, he got, and he said to me, just come on, it'll be fun to film together. All we did was use me as a human shield. He just was behind me the whole time, clutching my elbows oh and my using God. me as a shield. I would be immediate clip. Yeah, I was straight. I was yeah. screaming. Yeah, I was. I was going yelling. I was. I was really screaming. But I, then I just kept saying to myself, "It's out of work actors. It's out of work actors." Yeah, it is. It is. I did one thing in the UK. Yeah. This was really scary. It was an old Towers, if you know that film mm-hmm. And basically, they were. it was like an uh, extra one, you know, extra spooky. And they lined up at the start with your friends, and then the lights went off, and then they would take in the second person in the role. So when the lights came back on, your friend had gone. No. So you know normally you go through and you all hold hands. You can't because you're like, they've taken Carmen. <laughs> and where's, where's Holy yes. God? And, and then they go, and then you've got to go through tunnels. Where are those people? Oh, they get taken into different shoots because it's amazing. Oh, I got you. You gotcha. find them again later, but you're now like, I can't hold anyone's hand because I'm on my own. Yeah. So you have to go through it. And then there was one bit where it's like a tunnel and you have to go through on your own until you're crawling. And you know there's going to be someone in the tunnel trying to grab you. Oh. I know myself and I'd be really potty now. <laughs> I would be really abusive. <laughs> Dan and I went on this big swing over Absolute. Over Absolute. And he was having a good time. And there's a video of it's no sound, but I am abusing him so badly <laughs> for making me go on it. And he's laughing. And I'm like, you fucking asshole. You fucking, no, you fuck, you fuck. I want to just this hideous piece. And then he leans over one point, tries to hold my hand. And I can see my lips go, don't fucking touch. <laughs> That's when I turned into this. When I'm frightened, I turned into this rabid sailor. I mean, I was playing the Harry Potter PlayStation game the other day. And George came in, he's like, who are you shouting at? Because oh, I was applying wow. my character a non-feminist word. Oh, <laughs> oh I saw it. The other one. The bitch. Bitch. The WH word. Oh, a word I would never say. Oh. He's like, what's going on? I was like, she won't kill the spiders. He's like, you're controlling And it's weird how people change. Like, Dan, <laughs> who's the loveliest man in the world, my husband, talks to the navigation woman. I'm like, you are too small. Yeah. Shut your mouth, you fucker. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I've got to see if I've got my makeup done, but you can yeah. I mean, We should yeah. wrap it up. Love you, we're friends. Bye. Okay, bye. Don't my Crocs <laughs> Well, that was lovely, wasn't it? What a treat getting to chat to Justine Smith in dressing room four at the Opera House. As we said before the chat, yeah, a little bit echoey in there, sound bouncing all over the place. We've decided we, we need new mics. We need to step it up a gear. We didn't want to go crazy on the output until we knew that people wanted to listen but since starting this we have a lovely little fan base of pod pals who seem to be really enjoying it we want to give the best listening experience we're going to be um yeah we're going to be investing in some new sound equipment we
We to do that, we have set up a Patreon. If you want to support us, there's a membership. It's five dollars a month, and you can just get a exclusive content on there, be part of the community, and we'll also be giving away free tickets to upcoming shows as well. So have a look at that. It is on Patreon, Are We Pals Pod, so you can have a little look. Join us, and if you want to support us at the beginning of our journey, but you don't have the funds, and I understand cost of living crisis, all that. Don't worry. There's another way you can support us. You just need to tell a friend about the podcast. Just send them a link and if they like it then that's another person that will be listening in now i should also explain totally forgot um lisa's not with me to do the outro now don't worry we've not fallen out it's not the end of our friendship Uh, basically we forgot to record this outro when we were last together i'm going solo just for this one and i miss her dearly i can't stop thinking about her i'm I'm in the little fort we made a little fort in my room to help with the sound and i just it's weird being in the fort without her next week we're going to be chatting to ben hurley about his friendship experience and in between that we're going to be having another little snapchat we're going to talk about what to do when you've overcommitted on friendships which was a listener question which we loved okay and we're all going to have another friend of the week next week as well so there's there's so much make sure you've downloaded and subscribed oh and lisa if you're listening to this and i hope you are um you should be here with me okay bye (laughs) 